What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Captain Cook. I'm Jerome. I'm Nick. And uh, we're at the finale of season one of Better Call Saul. Yeah, it went by pretty quick. And actually, I lied. I'm slipping Jimmy because I, you know, I put on a little... It's not exact. He wears long sleeves, but it's fucking 112 outside, so I'm not going to wear long sleeves. But I tried my best. I did a little slip in Jimmy. Should have done this laying in the pool. This is a monumental episode. You know why? Why? Because I'm slipping Jimmy. I'm not wearing my apron. First episode oh. of Captain Cook ever, no apron. But I'm in a different uniform. It's ca- it's it's Saul uniform. Tried to get you to wear a suit and tie, but you wouldn't do it. Yeah, fuck that. Well, apparently, you're a little bitch. I walked out there, and you said no, so then I hit you in the face, and you went... And I said, you're going to wear one now? And then you called me a... I was like, okay, we'll just do the podcast. What is wrong with you? You just fucking have your own... I don't even like coming in here. You just have your own little conversation. You don't even need me. I'm going to leave. You know what happens when you come in here? You walk in. Full cock. (laughs) See? Are you done? This match. And then you always do one that makes no sense. I'm good, yeah. You're a pussy. All right, you ready to go? No. Ooh, do feels good to, feels good to be those. back in here for Saul. Hess's house was fun, but, you know, it wasn't normal. It was weird. That's that, that, that's normal. See, that didn't happen. That hasn't happened in, like, almost two weeks for me. I haven't gotten limp cock in forever. All right, uh, before we I start, I almost that. forgot two weeks in a row about this. Since this is Captain Cook, the best Breaking Bad podcast on the interwebs, not that. What's that? Have you seen that online? The Into the... Spider-Verse? No, that's a different movie. Mm. It's Into the... I can't... Re- it's Ghoulverse, I think. Or Gilliganverse. One of them verse. Illverse. It's a Breaking Bad podcast, and they've had people from Breaking Bad on it. They, like, uh. just started. And it, I feel like... It, I think it's random schmoes. It could be people that are, like, in the know. I don't know. But... And I was like, what the fuck? We're Captain Cook! Why don't you throw us some butter? Anyways. What's wrong with your voice? Oh, that's my podcast voice. Oh. Um, Which is squeaky. I forgot I need to turn you up. You're a little quiet on Bill and Ted. Um, um, what was I? Oh, yeah. So, Brian Cranston recently did an interview. Never heard of him. That's weird to do a podcast based on a show that he was in. Yeah, I've never heard of Who is he? Who's this? Walter White he played. Is he that guy from Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. Uh, no. Godzilla? He's the bad guy in uh, Power Rangers, I think. There's Maybe a good guy in it. Power Rangers. He's in the new one. Uh, he was did recently did an interview. I'll play the clip here because he'll say it better than I did. I would be in it if if Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould, who are co-executive producers on it, uh, wanted me to be in it. I would do it in a second. Um, but it, it hasn't happened yet. I can tell you. And we'll see. I don't know. I mean, there's one more season to go, and we'll see what happens. But, you know, he's, so he, he's been asked to direct every episode of, or every season of Better Call Saul. Every episode, that'd be great. this one? He's like, How about this one? <laughs> he's been asked, like, you want to do this almost a hundred times. He's like, will you guys fuck off? I'm busy. But I guess scheduling cl- conflicts, he's been doing plays and all kinds of other shit. He's a very busy man since Breaking Bad. Um, but any. He hasn't been asked yet to come back as Walter White yet. He says, if they ask him, though, in season five, is it five? No, it's six. It's the last one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, will, he will come back. He's more than happy to come back, which I hope if he comes back, maybe they will let him direct an episode. Well, I mean, just just by listening to their Breaking Bad podcast and their and and this Saul podcast, not this Saul. And every interview they've done since everybody last season. Everybody loves everybody, so that, yeah. and everybody wants to do good stuff, so I could just see that. Yeah, it makes sense. Everybody wants to come back and yeah. 
and they're so good at connecting everything and making have you read any sense. of the, the interviews with them recently about the no, new season no. this thing is going to make things in breaking bad you see them in a new light um new you see characters differently and they said like obviously we know the ending of gus we know the ending of mike we know the ending of saw and all this stuff so the fascinating part would be like nacho and kim stuff like yeah. that and they said they hope they but they also said they hope they can put a nice little twist on the ending of some of these characters that we already know and that or we think we know where they're going because I, I have, I, they're the only people that I feel like every every season into a show, I'm not like, oh, I hope this one's good. Like Westworld, every season, I, I'm always like, oh, I love this show. But the first little bit, I'm like, please don't fuck it up, because then I'm gonna have to defend you forever. Right. But Breaking Bad and Saw, I'm like, whatever, do you boys? Because no matter what, I'm gonna love it, and so are everybody else. Yeah, I mean that it's, it's pretty goddamn good, and it's so well thought out, <coughs> and it's so well planned. Yeah, there's something in this one that I didn't write it down because I was like, that's a bit of a stretch. But I wanted to ask you in the second episode mm-hmm. when he's going on his rant about his bingo stuff. Mm-hmm. And he keeps getting bees for his brother and all that. He says something about, yeah, I'm out in the desert, like uh, one car trouble away. And he's talking about, you get ulcers and you're like walking through this like uh, desert and all this shit. And I was like, the way he was describing it, I was like, oh, it's kind of like when he got stuck out there with Mike. Uh, Like the way he described it. And I was like, I wonder if. That's just a coincidence, or if they're like, oh, one day we'll have an episode where he is stuck in the desert. Because you never, they mention stuff like that all the time, and then it happens. Yeah, I think it's a coincidence. But that, that's what knows. I figured, too. That's why I didn't write it down. But, I, right. but it's just one of those things that they said that, and you're like, oh, that happens. I like how you didn't write it down, but then you brought it up. Well, I just thought about it right yeah, now. I think okay. about how good they are writing. Just, I wouldn't have brought it up if you didn't say how good the writing is. So that's all your fault to blame. Well, I think the best example in a short one is the Kevin Costner thing in episode two. Yeah, because then he tell he told Walt, uh, I was I once tricked someone. It was Kevin Costner. And then they they lo- also mentioned his wife in these episodes too. Ex wife. Yeah. Remember back. How many like, did he say that he had? I think two. Think Kim's the other one. Well, obviously. They could end this with them getting married and then they're divorced by the time he's Jean. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, without question. What? I figured maybe he could have lied. We about just don't one know who too. the first one was. Maggie. Jill and Hall. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. I made that up. Uh, Breaking Better Call Saul, Season 1, Episode 9, Pimento, written and directed by Thomas Schnoz. Now, I still don't know if I'm saying that correctly. I don't think you are, but that's okay. Last time we had the computer say it. I don't remember. How did how did the computer say it? Let's see. Schnoz. Schnoz. I'm going to say it like that from now on. Okay. <laughs> Thomas Schnoz. He's, uh, he's really good. Yeah, I saw him and I was like, oh, I recognize that name. So that's why I wanted to do this. Because then he's like, Thomas Schnoz, he's back. I was, he was like second episode, wasn't he? No, no, because that was both of them. Know. He was like third. It was one of the first names I, I said that wasn't Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould. He got, I forget, he had something. He was sick like last season or the season before. and like Oh, I kind of remember them mentioning that on the podcast. He wasn't able to direct some of the episodes. and like, But he still helped write and mm-hmm. do stuff. But then he did direct in the newest one because he got better or whatever. But And him and Mike get into it like... I, were you disappointed? Because uh, his episode is when you introduce Mike to, uh, I think he calls his name Price. I don't remember if he ever learned his real name. Um, you know, the comedian guy. <laughs> he gets the Hummer. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was disappointed. I thought we saw more of that in the last episode. Yeah, I was totally disappointed. But that's why, because I, I, you brought that up, and I was like, that's not till season two. And you're like, no, it starts in this episode. I just watched it. And I was like, really? Because the majority of it is in season two. I did get confused. I thought, I thought this season ended with Gus. Like, not Gus, but like... The warning. And he's just like, Poof, when he's a magician there. The yeah, uh, the warning. I guess that's the end of season two where Mike yeah, is going to. Yeah, remember that Mima video? 
So he goes, he's in this season? Yeah. He's going to be in the show? Really? Yeah. Um, All the episodes spelled out his name or something. Spelled Chicken Man, something like that. But it's just funny that, like, so I just totally forgot about this, but, yeah, this was this was a really good episode. This might be my favorite one of the season. So the guy that plays him, I have his name written down. Uh, he's hilarious in What We Do in the Shadows, which I'm surprised you don't watch. I, I want to. It's it's so good. It's all on Hulu. I, I love it. I, I am, I'm behind I on season Taika two. I love Taika so, like, I just watch it just because like, he's I showed it. you that one clip where they had all the celebrities there. Yeah, like, Wesley Snipes and shit. Yeah, yeah. and, like, yeah. pop it up for, like, they were, like, the vampire, like... I'm probably gonna fuck his name up, but it's Mark Proshk, P-R-O-K-S-C-H. Mm-hmm. He auditioned for Mr. Kettleman. Oh. And they liked him so much, but they're And like, they brought him back for yeah. this? That's interesting. He's really good at uh, You know what kind of vampire he is? But you know, This might like remind you of some people we have in our life. Mm. Uh, he's a drainer vampire, energy drainer. So he just talks to you so much until he bores you to like death, almost sleep. Wow. Which doesn't that fit him perfectly? Yeah. Yeah. Can you think of some people like that? A couple. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yep. I feel like I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so the episode starts out with Saul and Chuck. And they're sitting on a bench testing out Chuck's illness. Oh, they're still brothers in love. Hanging out, rubbing their so feet in the grass. His brother's just fucking him over so bad here. I know. I, rem- I By the end of this, I was like, because I was watching this, I was like, yeah, I hate Chuck, but I don't know why I hated him so much. And then the more and more you watch this, it's like, oh, yeah. That's yeah, I, got, I was thinking about this. Because like, I've always been like, God, this show is good, but Chuck, I fucking hate him. Well, I remember you saying, hey, I don't really ever feel bad for Jimmy or Saul because you refused to call him Jimmy, even though now you're dressed no, you, up. No, you said you always feel bad for him. I said... You never feel bad for him. I said I always do. Even in Breaking Bad, I said I felt bad for him. You got that backwards, uh, sir. Oh, really? Yeah. Because you really, uh, you said as Jimmy, you felt bad for him. But yeah. then Saul, he's a scumbag. And I said, I even feel bad for him as Saul, like when he gets beat up. Yeah, but it was Jesse doing it. Jesse's girl. Da, 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 da. Saul, you shouldn't let Walt poison D- that boy. Don't start with that. Sorry. Um, Jesus. Mike brought his daughter-in-law a dog. Or to his granddaughter, and the daughter-in-law was like hesitant to take it. What a bitch! He's like, he's like, well, I guess you can bring it to my house. And well, why didn't he get her like a pit bull or something? He got her a cute little dog with a cute little girl. Was it cute? It was funny though. He brings her like the smallest dog he could probably find, and then he's like, "Yeah, bad guys will think twice before coming in here." It's like that little dog you could punt that across the backyard and then drop the place. Yeah, but everyone they always say all the dog can do is bark, and they uh, can only bark so long until you. First of all, you couldn't do that. Second of all, I'm not a bad guy. Of course, I couldn't do that. But I'm saying is, if you're a bad guy, I don't think a little tiny yappy dog is going to stop you. And what I'm saying, especially because they'd be like, what I'm saying is, you would go to the next house that doesn't have a little yippy dog. Maybe unless you know that this is Mike's daughter-in-law's house, and he's been saving money and breaking bad the whole time for there. Also, you know the future. Yeah. You're like, in eight years, he's going to have money, so I'm going to fucking rob the house now. Yeah. That's your hey, logic. Hey, 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 hey. She has Paula. money now. Her husband, Matt. You don't know that. She spent that money in a day? A week, I, possibly? As the, as the bad guy in this fucking stupid story, mm-hmm. you don't know that she has money. I guess so. We'll so see. you would go to the next house. We'll see. We'll see if she ever gets robbed, and we'll see who's right. Back to my point. What about when you Get had her a, a fucking pit bull. Yeah. I rest my case. Yeah, you can't. You won't be able to break a pit bull's neck. I agree with you on that. No, he rap till you fucking pass out. With yeah, fucking what's, a, what's a good pit bull song? Don't know one. Mm. 
Because like, no. like there's, not, there's not a good one that exists. Correct. Oh, okay, okay. I don't think there's a good one. Uh, sauce. Bur- uh, <laughs> I went in Schweiker, but I spelled it completely wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Can't talk. <Wow>. Wrong. <laughs> so I thought I had put Saul switched something, and I was like, "What did he switch?" But Saul and Schweiker are in court. And Schweiker is trying. That's going to be a tough one for me. This whole show is trying to get a restraining. He's in the beginning, right? I think so. Then he comes yeah. back later with Kim when she works for him. Which this makes her kind of look like a bitch for going and working with him, right? No, you don't think so. Mm-mm. Okay, uh, but he's trying to get a restraining order, just like Chuck said he would. And while that's happening, they dropped off a bunch of documents at Chuck's place. Uh, so Chuck suggests that they uh, refer the case over to HHM. And, then and he's right. He is right, but he's a dickhead. And yeah. I'll quickly go into he. So Saul's sleeping. Chuck sneaks outside with a pencil and a kitchen mitt. Calls Howard and probably goes, "Hey, hey, Howard, it's Chuck." Yeah, the one that, you know, I don't like electricity and I'm calling you on a cell phone. Yeah, yeah, that Chuck. Yeah. Don't hire my brother. Just give him a lot of money, okay? And he's like, why? He's a nice guy. Yeah, fuck him. He's sleeping on my couch. We're working this case together. He's a piece of shit. Bye. And then oh, and he's like, oh, fuck. Calls the, the company and he's got to go delete the call now. Yeah, and the... But yeah, he's peeking out the window in the next episode and like he sees Saul driving away and it's like... In his head a little bit. Well, but he put on his electric blanket. He's a piece of shit. Um... He didn't think ahead. He's like, oh, we got to give it to them. And then when Saul said... And he's like, oh, oh I'll, g- I'll get an office right next to you. And he's like... He's like, son what, bitch. Yeah. They need to have um, a little clip to cut to every time Saul says something like that and he gets upset. It was just Tommy Boy going, son of a... Yeah. Every time. Uh, so Mike and... This is my favorite scene of the show. Mike and a few men are waiting for Price to is show it, up. Was it a few good men? Not really, actually. Man Mountain and uh, the dude from GTA? I forgot that that's him. Which one? Man Mountain. I knew the oh. guy from GTA. Okay. Um, that, is that him that's in the... In, um, um, uh, he drives the car in El Camino? I think it is him. Okay. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why finger. this meant El Camino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neither. <laughs> this is me trying to remember. <laughs> uh, but they're waiting there, and Steven Ogg shows up. That's the guy from GTA. I think he, he owns an Ogg. No, it's spelled different. It's O-G-G. Uh, um, but uh, he's there and he's like he's talking to Mike all this stuff, asking what he's packing. And he's like, "Pimento," the name of the episode. And he's like, <laughs> "He's like, you don't want to tell me what you're packing. You don't want to be a dick." Yeah. And he's like, "I told you what I'm packing." And said it was kind of cheeses and all that. And says, "You don't have a gun." And asks the other guy, and the other guy's got a gun. And he's like, "Yeah, of course you got a gun." So then Price shows up. Uh, he goes up to him and he's like, "Hey, why don't you just give the money to me and him? Because this old bastard doesn't have a gun." And I love that Mike's just like, "If I need one, I'll take yours." Yeah. And then he does. Then takes all of his. <laughs> I love that too. And he's like, oh, "You're the type of guy that probably." Yep, you have an ankle one. What's this? Oh wow, big Desiree. That's pretty cool. <laughs> he goes, "You're like, so many guns. I don't know which one do you, you want one." And he was just that was, and the guy just runs away. Yeah, but he's being serious. He's like, "Yeah, me and you can go on the job together." Yeah, he, if he would have said sure, they would have went together. Yeah, but then so the Mike got all the money, and then what's even better is I'm, uh, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Once they do the job, he was like, "Why didn't you bring a gun?" And he's like, "Why." Well, Cased out the place the day before, and I watched Nacho and all stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, you gotta get your like do the job." Yeah, where the that guy thinks the job is protection, mm-hmm. Mike was actually protecting him. Yeah, he did the research because he knew before, Nacho before even getting hired. Nacho really. didn't want any trouble because he's going out, he's stepping out on Tuco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really good. He's been in one episode this season. Yeah, I think he's only in two more next season, I think, and then that's it. Yeah, because remember we had this big conversation. Yeah, and he's like in more in Breaking Bad Ma. than this, yeah. 
And you're like, no, he made yeah, it I, like I, I 25 could, episodes. If it was, if it, if you just went off my memory, we were doing this podcast, not actually watching the episodes for some reason. I'd be like, he's in at least six episodes in the series. That's why I compared him to Darth Maul. That was a good comparison because it blew my mind. Can you stop flying around? What is? Who, like, I am someone, not. Flying someone blew around. like a someone blew a dog in here. Is what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not the first time. Someone's dog here. I can't talk. A dog. Whatever. I don't even know what you're There's talking There's dog here flying around here is what I'm trying to say, but I keep saying someone's that's dog here. That's what you were trying to say? Yeah, but words were not coming out of my mouth correctly. Uh, so everyone's uh, putting their cell phones in a bucket for Chuck over at HHM. They trump the power. They get in the meeting, and Howard offers Saul 20% of the council fee uh, and $20,000. He's like, cool. When do I get my desk? And blah, blah, blah. And he's like, uh, <clears throat> can we clear the room, please? And tell Saul that they're not going to hire him. Uh, so they're doing that, and Saul goes, you know what? I'm not giving you the thing, yeah. Lying, miserable, pig fucker you are. <laughs> kind of talks like Yoda there. Pig the fucker. <laughs> you are. Fucker. Lying, miserable, pig fucker you are. I like that fucker. <laughs> I didn't realize he said it with such anger. Well, yeah, he's mad at him. Well, uh, thanks. <laughs> fucking. I'll get jump over the table and slap Captain Obvious over there. Um, but so after that, you know, he leaves... Kim goes to Howard's office and asks why it went down the way. And he actually gets mad at her for a minute. But I think it's more out of, like, he's angry that he has to do this and hurt Saul. And, like, who is she to fucking ask? A little bit. But also, I think she has a right to be there, too. I think he's just, he was a little angry. Yeah, I mean, but I see why he's mad at her. I don't at all. I didn't ask you. Well, it's a podcast. We're supposed to have a discussion. No, it's because he's... He pays for her to fucking work. He doesn't pay for her to fucking... Yeah, no, he... Come guess. She's doing her job, and she's a good friend. And they're all buddy-buddies. If she did the same thing, he would come to her and give her it wouldn't advice. Be her, it would never be her call, though. That's the thing. He's the boss. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if she had to make that call, I'm sure he would give some advice, too. I think she was in the right to give it. Because she didn't say, I, like... You I'm not saying she's in the wrong. I just... It sounds like you're defending her because you hate women. You're such an idiot. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I hear. Uh, but she does that, and he tells her that you're way out of your depth and then yells at her. But then he's like, you know what? Actually, I forget about all that. Come back in here. Let me tell you what really happened. And he tells I'm her, surprised he told her. But he, I think he needed to tell somebody. Yeah, he's like, wait, wait. And they, I felt like almost he yells in the offices like, oh, let's not talk about that. And then he's like, close the door. Now let's have a real chat. Oh, uh, maybe. So anybody nearby was like, well, let's not ask what happened with Saul. Or they, they'd, probably, did, they'd he, probably say Jimmy. They don't know to call Saul He has a Saul short yet. fuse with her. Yeah. Um, so Mike and Price are waiting for Nacho to drop off the money for the pills, and Nacho is $20 short, uh, which I really like that. So, and he's like, really, you going to blow this whole thing up? Are you thinking I'm a liar? And he's like, no, I didn't say that. People make mistakes. So he throws the 20 bucks on the floor. Yeah. Uh, but then that's when Mike explains. Expra- ex- Why do I keep, like, I keep slipping into, like, a Chinese guy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, so Kim meets Saul at the nail salon. Tells him that you should probably take the deep. <laughs> Did I say that like Chinese too? <laughs> What's going no. on? What are you shaking the whole table for? I just got the giggles because you <laughs> explain. Kim meets so- Saul at the nail salon and tells him that he should probably take the deal and start. A- he can start his own office and like you can just start your own thing. Forget about HHM and Chuck and all this stuff. And he, he gets a little angry at her about that. Um, yeah, right, rightfully so. But he's like, wait. I thought you were my friend, and she's like, oh, I am, but I learned some shit today that you probably don't want to know. Yeah, she's in a tough spot. Yeah. Um, but since Saul charges his phone finally, whole fucking day he could have been doing this, he waits the last minute to do it, 
and then he realized what happened. So uh, he tells, uh, he goes to his house. He's kind of surprises him, and he's kind of playing like normal Jimmy. And then eventually, he's like, "You know what? I know how you could, you know, get me to work there." And he's like, "How?" He's like, "You threatened to quit. That'd be the perfect way. If you really want me to work there, you yeah. could do that." And then he finally breaks him. Yeah, it was kind of like he was kind of lowering, lawyering him. Yeah, and a little he, bit. Uh, so then Chuck calls him out and says that, like, you're not a real lawyer, blah, 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 and... Uh, Which is stupid. So this is the part that I told you. This whole episode with all this shit could have changed Breaking Bad forever. If Chuck wasn't such a piece of shit brother, which one, he acts so... Technically here, he creates Saul Goodman, I feel like, <clears throat> in the long run. He's a fucking Because if he would have hired him here and they did this deal... He would have became Saul would have became a successful lawyer at HHM, most likely. Never went down the route of being Saul Goodman. Never met met Walt and Jesse. We never see Gene. All this stuff. But him Possibly. him doing this sent him down his other timeline to now eventually become Saul Goodman. I feel like. Or you've watched too many flashes because you're. That has nothing to do with this. But don't you think that like that's? I feel like this is the moment that if this would have deal would have went fine. Yeah, because and also because of this, now next episode when he's going, he even could have met Davis and Manon and all this stuff. But then I was like, I'm never letting that happen again. He's driving away, going, I am Iron Man, or maybe that's not the song. I'm not sure. You know, he's driving away. Uh, it could have been. He was into yeah. some song. I, yeah, um, yeah, you have a point. Um, it definitely. I kind of feel like it would happen eventually. It just maybe another route. I see. I think if this went right, it wouldn't have happened at all. But you could be right. We'll have to ask uh, Peter Google about it. You know, since he created Saul. I don't know why you say that. Every that's, his, time. that's his name. No, nope. I, I can't help it. He's a ghost. It's not O U L. What's O U L D? Right. But it's not Gould. Yeah, I think it is. I asked you this the first fucking podcast, pal. I asked you, is it Peter Gould? Or good. And you said, I think it's ghoul. Good? Ghoul? Ghoul. Ghoul? Yeah. So he's like, ooh, I'm a ghoul. He's spooky. Yeah, no. Let me uh, let me see how my, how my computer says nah, that. for fuck's sake. Gould. Gould. Okay, so, so uh, Better Call Saul, Season 1, Episode 10, Marco. Polo. Ri- written and directed by Peter Gould. What was it called? Gould. Oh, the episode? Marco. Polo. Marco. Mm-mm. Found you. Um, do you see that guy that plays Marco lost a bunch of weight? Like recently? Yeah, he was on Twitter the other day. No, I don't. I don't know who that is. I don't know. He's an actor. I don't. Well, know I don't, like, I don't follow him. Anybody. It was like did Better Call Saul retweeted or something. Someone did because I saw it. I don't follow him either. Oh, um. So flashback to Slippin' Jimmy. He says goodbye to his partner and he's moving to Albuquerque. His part. You know what this reminded me of? For some reason, his partner totally reminded me of um. My name is Earl. Oh. Uh, like the brother, I can't think of his name. You know the guy that's in Mallrats? Yeah, the guy that lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not the same guy, but that, yeah. yeah. Um, but for some reason, him doing, like, all this whole episode, them doing this shit together, reminded me of in My Name is Earl when him and his brother were criminals. Oh, really? Uh, I've never watched My Name is Earl, but I, I like this episode a lot. Um, I like, but there's parts of it that I really like and parts of it that I was like, okay, can you get, can you get out of Chicago, so... Chicago? Chicago. What's wrong? What do you have against Chicago, I've never, fucker? I've never been there, so that's why. Everybody gets to go there on trips, but they always leave me out, so. Well, it's because you... Like, ask Macy. My sister Macy's been there. She had a blast. Oh, my other sister Taylor was invited there. She had a blast. Well, she's been there multiple times. All my cousins have been there. They were invited, you know, by the family. They had a blast. Yeah. You know where I was the whole time? Here. Here. 
I'm not invited. You know why? I was in Wisconsin, and Macy got invited to Chicago. Do you know why? Because they don't like me. Yeah, because you're a prick. I didn't. I barely even speak to those people. That's probably why. When I'm around them, I say, hey. No, you don't. How you doing? Um, I like the episode. I like the flashback, and I like when he comes back and, and gives it one like last hurrah. Yeah. He's uh, slipping Jimmy for the road. Like I, w- I was watching part of it, and then I was I was leaving to go do something. And uh, it was the part where they're going to sell the half dollar. Oh, yeah, I like that part. And I was like, oh, I got to see this part because mm-hmm. this was cool. I like all that, all the shenanigans they pull. But, yeah. You know. Um, so Saul decides to take Kim. Kim oh, my God. I need to fucking. We need to end this. I quit talking. Decides to take Kim's advice and take the deal. Saul apologizes. Oh, motherfucker. I didn't have the button ready. He apologizes for Colin Howard. A lying, miserable pig fucker you are. Um. And then he gives Howard Chuck's grocery list. I really like that because he's like, look, Howard's looking at it and he's like, you do this every day. Yeah, you've done this every day for years. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's got to get done. A year. A year. Oh, it hasn't been multiple years. No, nah, he said a year. Oh, okay. And uh, but he, I think it's reason. It makes you realize that you're, he's like, oh, wow, you've been doing a lot for your brother. And, he, and your brother's a piece of shit. And he does not like you at all. You've been doing all this for him for a long time. And he does not appreciate it one bit. Like right. you can see that this when he stands up, he's like, just I've always liked you. Hey. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he goes, remember? I used to call you Charlie Hustle. He goes, I remember. Because Charlie Hustle kind of has a dual meeting. Oh, really? To me, he's like, oh, he's Charlie Hustle. Because he, you know, and they're like, oh, he's Charlie Hustle. He's running. I don't know. To me, uh, it has a dual it, meeting. It depends on how you say it, maybe. Yeah. Like, look at this fucking yippee yapper. He's Charlie Hustle over there. Yippee yapper? Yeah, but if I was like, wow, look at this Charlie Hustle over here. That'd be different. Yeah, do you know who Charlie Hustle is? He's Charlie, and he hustles a lot. Pete Rose's nickname was Charlie Hustle. Who's Pete Rose? Shut the fuck up. We'll just move on. Uh, so Saul Jesus is hosting. <coughs> Saul's hosting a very long bingo game. Only getting bees out of the machine. He keeps getting really irritated by it. But there's one bee button in particular that I thought was a very nice Easter egg. Bee is in Belize. Beautiful place. So I've heard. I would love to go there. Belize. Now that. Is an Easter egg. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I like that. As soon as he said that, I was like, oh, I got to record that. I didn't even catch that. I don't think. I knew you weren't. I told you in the beginning you wouldn't have caught that. Um, but he tells the Chicago Summer story. And can we get kind of an explanation? It makes sense why he did it, too. That, you know, he caught, uh, was it Chuck? No, not Chuck. Charles? What was the guy's name? It started with a C. Carl? Carl. I think it was Carl. Um, sleeping with his ex-wife. Uh, wife at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he shit in his uh, sunroof. Very, very tinted sunroof, apparently, and he pooped on some kids. Meh. <laughs> I mean, who's been there? Well, like, what goes on in Peter Gould's mind where he's like, yeah, I'm going to make a solid shit on them kids? Well, first of all, there was a writer's room, so it could have been Oh, uh, Someone's like, you know, be hilarious is if when he shit in the sunroof, he had two Boy Scouts down there. But they have that. I mean, they talk about it in episode two or something. Yeah. Did they mention the kids are in there? I know they no, mentioned. No, no, no. Indecent they didn't exposure. even mention what it was. Because remember, because you didn't. Oh know yeah, what they it mentioned was. indecent exposure. Yeah, and I thought it was just mooning. Yeah. So I Google it. Yeah. Yeah. So they knew that they were going to reveal it eventually. Yeah. That's what I figured. I just like the reaction of the kids. I mean, the kids. <laughs> the kids. Yeah. I wish we could see those kids. What happened? <laughs> I don't know why some kids. The the all the old people playing bingo. And they're just like. Yeah, then he just fucks the guy, I think. I like it when he says, defecated. 
Um, so Saul goes back to Chicago and uh, meets his old partner at the bar. They pull another slipping Jimmy on a guy for the Kennedy half dollar. That's pretty cool. That's a real good scene. They do the thing. Saul goes to the bathroom. He pretends to call someone. I like how he's like, hey, lady talking call the a cop on this guy. He took my, and he's like, I didn't take shit. And he like leaves. And, like, and he's like, I have friends. Yeah. And then uh, we get a montage of a bunch of slipping Jimmys. I also liked, uh, in the montage at one point, Saul's like, you know, from Dances with Wolves. <laughs> and I, I never caught that before. So is that him being uh Kevin Costner? Yeah, yeah. So that like we're at that part now. Saul gets woken up by some chick, and she goes, "You are not Kevin Costner." I was last night. I love that one. Um, that's funny because in Breaking Bad he says, "You know, I once tricked a lady and think I was Kevin Costner." If you're committed enough, you can make any story work. I, I once convinced a woman that I was Kevin Costner, and it worked. Because I believed it. Isn't he talking? He's like, I think he's talking to Walt about. Isn't he like when when him and Skylar are yeah like basically divorcing? He, he, you just gotta tell her what to do or talk her into it. He goes, I yeah. once talked a girl into yeah. So mm-hmm. thinking and then he it. looked at her and he's like different time or something like that. Yeah. Um. So he does kind of look like Kevin Costner. <laughs> Saul checks his phone messages. He has sixteen. Uh. So then he ends up telling Marker that he's a lawyer. And then he needs to go back for his clients, but then Marco ends up talking him into doing one last Rolex job, and he and it was his last job. Yeah, he uh, has a heart attack and dies, which they totally set up at the beginning when he was. Yeah, once he did that, and then I was like, "Oh fuck, I forgot he dies." Do you think when he died, he yelled Marco? No, because wa- oh, we didn't watch him oh. die. No, he woke up and said, "This was the best week of my life." Um. The guy was on their podcast, the the actor, I don't remember his name. Marco. Um, the actor, <laughs> not the person. I got it. Move on. Um like he was sad that like his he loved playing the character uh, and then he wait, but no, like, we could do more flashbacks. Well, that's what they said. They say, "Hey, you never know." And uh, he's but he was glad that he got his hit to know that Saul was wearing his ring. That's where the ring mm. came from. Um, so Kim calls Saul, says Howard is partnering with Davis and Maine, and they want Saul. You know, you get a partnership, blah, blah, blah. He's like, really? Um, he's all excited about that. So then now we see Ernie. kind of forgot about this little chap. Chap, he, huh? Yeah, he's uh, bringing Chuck his groceries. He sees Saul outside and goes says hello. He's Chuck so happy to see Saul. Kind of peeks on him a little bit, Chuck does. But then Saul just drives away. And he's going to meet Davis and Maine. He goes through, passes past Mike. And turns right around, asks him why they didn't take the money, and he's like, "I know why I didn't take it, and it's never gonna stop me again." I don't know. I still don't know what song it was. So I, I think it was. It was because he starts humming it before they play it, which is yeah funny. Like he started humming it, and I was like, "Oh, this is how it ends." Like I totally don't remember it ending this way, and then they actually played the music, and I go, "Oh yeah, it's definitely ending." And then he looked at the camera and said, hey, Nick. You're a pussy. Yep, that's how it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's in. the end. We finished season one of... It's all good, man. Wow. Um, it's so good, and I want to keep watching it. It's... It's all good, man. But I do understand why we want it to get to the Breaking Bad universe. Yeah, see, I, I do really enjoy this, but like rewatching it, I'm like, I do also understand why I was like, this is good, but can you just come on? 
Well, it's not. Yeah, it's not because it's not good. It's just we want. I want. I just want to watch Breaking Bad again. No more of that. It's just I'm yeah. a little. I, I need that. But like when you start getting in with the Gus and the Nacho and the, all that shit, it's just yeah. like so. I, I I think season. I don't. I feel like four four and half of five is like my favorite of the show. Like when basically when it becomes Better Call Mike and Nacho, that's when I'm like I I'm, I get really into it. It's I mean it's really good. Yeah, like I like the saw stuff that goes on too, especially when he's filming his commercials and all that. Well, and the crazy thing is they add Lilo at the end of this season. Right the, at the end of uh, season four, and he's is just as good as the rest of them. Yeah, he's very good. I'm excited to see how guy. it ends with him. I think he is a good contender of who's coming after Gene. I think that'd be cool if he survived everything of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And it's still why he's like, oh, was it Lilo? And then it was Nacho. Like all oh, yeah, this. I said Lilo, huh? Yeah. Um, I, l- I let you slide. But like, why he's still afraid of him in Breaking Bad. And like, if it was him that went after him then, because then he sees him on the news of like, hey, Walt and Jesse, blah, 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 blah. And their lawyer, Saul Goodman. And he's like, what? And then well, goes after well, him. I mean, we saw what he got out of last season. Yeah. So it'd be, it'd be pretty interesting. And he would definitely be after Nacho. That's one thing I'm so looking forward to. And what well, two things is what what's going on with Gene? I want to know, and Walt and Jesse showing up. Those that's what I'm so happy for for this last season. The, it'll be interesting. It, the Jesse thing's interesting because he's so much younger than. Oh, like in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what they'll do. Yeah, it'll be interesting because like they they said originally, which they never did this. I wonder how quickly they decided not to do this. They said when they first started the show, they said you'll see events from Breaking Bad. But from Saul's perspective, mm. so I want. I wonder if, for some of it, they'll just use Breaking Bad footage, and then like, flip it. You know, and then you see what Saul's doing. But then I think they still will film scenes with them. But yeah. I, I wondered if some, like some episodes they do something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it'd be it'd really really interesting what goes on with that. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting how it ends too. I, I still think the perfect ending ending is the one I put up. We put, we put up Twitter a long time ago and all that is when they're in like when they're out in the desert and all that. And he goes, "You're now uh, clients of Saul Goodman or whatever." And then it could yeah. just end like, like it do them getting together because then it just goes right into his timeline and Breaking Bad. And then we can continue watching that. And knows what happened? What happens to him? And then we can follow Nacho to Canada. Yeah, but I think that'd be. Do you a, know Michael Mando's from Canada? I think I didn't know that. No, you didn't. You're lying now. So you asked me a question, I gave you the answer, and then you say, nah. I gave you the answer. What? You asked me if I knew he's from Canada, and I said yes. How did you give me that answer? It's, he- it's time to wrap it up, you little... <laughs> did you just call me a ding? You're a pussy. All right, thanks for wa- Wait, hold on. Thanks for watching, everybody. Please like, subscribe, tell Nick that he's a goddamn little butt surfer, and we'll see you guys next week for a special video. Mm, special video.